Welcome to Sheesh Fit, a celebration of good health and an examination of holistic fitness. I'm your host, Ashish Thomas. The main function of the triceps is elbow extension, which essentially is moving the elbow from a bent to straightened position. A function of the biceps is flexion, which is the opposite of extension. So with the biceps, we're mainly fighting against resistance when we bend our arms. On the other hand, with the triceps, we are mainly fighting against resistance when we are straightening our arms. That means to train the triceps, we must do pushing movements. With that in mind, there are quite a few tricep exercises that we can get really strong with. One of the most common exercises used from what I've seen is the dip. Dips can be a very good tricep exercise, but they're also easy to mess up. Oftentimes, people over-rely on their chest to execute the movement. Some people get a lot of pressure on their elbows and clavicle bones, which makes the movement very uncomfortable and definitely reduces performance. A common solution to reducing this pain in the joints is to reduce the range of motion and alter the grip width. That said, a lot of people still can't get the most out of the movement, especially compared to some easier options. Recently, there's a particular exercise that's doing miracles for my triceps and have felt far easier on my joints than dips. I've been able to push tremendous loads while getting maximum tricep contraction. But before I go on to that exercise, I would like to discuss the correct dip form for those struggling with the movement and looking for adjustments to make it less painful and more tricep focused. To start, when it comes to doing dips for the triceps, the key is to keep the body as vertical as possible. If you start drifting forward, the focus starts shifting to the pecs. That's great if we want to build a well-rounded chest, but to really hit the triceps as much as possible, we have to stay vertical. Aside from making a mental cue of doing that, we can also do a neat little trick with our legs to help us out. Essentially, instead of crossing your legs and putting them behind you, straighten them out and point them a little in front of you. Sometimes people do this for pull-ups to get rid of energy leaks and activate the core. Here you will tighten your core when you move your legs up, but the main goal of this leg position is to keep us more vertical. Keeping the weight of our legs behind us would naturally tilt us forward. When it comes to grip, it's important to go fairly narrow to maximize flexion going down and then extension going up. The wider we go, the less we get of that. Remember, hitting the triceps means getting as much extension as possible. To find the ideal grip for that purpose, we'll take some experimenting and also a dip station that has a variety of widths. Another thing to get right is the control you have during the extension portion of the lift. You should really focus on controlling the movement and slowing it down when going up. That makes it a lot easier to target the tries. And yeah, those were some tips for dips. But as I said, I want to go over a different strength-focused tricep exercise that I use in my routine, and it may catch you off guard. This exercise is the weighted diamond push-up. The weighted diamond push-up 
is very underrated, at least in traditional lifting circles. Most people do the close grip bench instead. But the diamond push-up is a popular calisthenics movement, and for good reason. It makes it easy to target the triceps because of the close grip position. You can get your arms far closer together, more so than any other pushing exercise, since your hands are basically touching. Remember, in this variation of the push-up, you make a diamond with your hand, so you have your hands as close as possible, and also have the added benefit of not having any pain in your wrists and your elbows, assuming you already don't have issues, because your hand position isn't locked. Your hands are naturally tilted towards each other, so the alignment of the joints makes for a safer movement. For those reasons, the diamond push-up is possibly a better movement than the dip or the close grip bench press because you can get your arms far closer together and also avoid joint pain while doing so. You can go through a great range of motion and you won't have to worry about putting too much pressure on your joints. Although this is a push-up, you can and should, if not now at least at some point, do this exercise weighted. Like the dip and close grip bench, you can actually overload this movement quite a bit. So to make this exercise more challenging, what I do is put some plates in a backpack and then perform the exercise with the backpack on. When you do this, really make sure that your back isn't collapsing because of the weight. You have to maintain a neutral spine the whole time. It goes without saying, but you should definitely drop the weights if you can't keep a stable position. Another method of adding resistance is through resistance bands. This is helpful if you're traveling or for some reason don't have any plates. If you are using a band, to set up, have the two ends of the band wrapped around your palms and the rest of the band resting on your back. You'll find that since the band would be wrapped around your upper back, you can keep a stable position more easily than when using the backpack method. The backpack would have a lot more mass resting near your lower back, which collapses a lot more easily. Either way, both methods work great, but you'll have to use a backpack if you want to go really heavy. When it comes to the reps, do however many you want, just keep it very challenging. I will say that it's better not to go very heavy. Again, we don't want our back collapsing. Also, I personally feel I get the most out of this exercise when I train in a moderate to light rep range, especially if I do a heavy pushing movement prior to it. But whatever we do, we gotta make sure we go through a full range of motion and really focus on our elbow extension. And when it comes to the form, we have to get into the starting position and then, as I mentioned a few times already, we have to keep our posture uncompromised. That also means our neck remains neutral throughout the entire movement. As soon as your neck starts falling forward, you lose range of motion. To keep the lumbar spine stable, make sure your butt stays up and contracted. Also contract your core. This will provide additional stability and tightness. Add it to the fact that it's hard on your back if you don't keep it strong. Sagging hips will reduce your range of motion. For the upper back, keep in mind that the shoulders aren't shrugged and the scapulae are retracted. Your arms should be straight down and your hands should be making that diamond shape. 
All right, so that's the position. For the execution, you can start off by keeping your elbows tight to your body. They should be tucked and almost rubbing against your lats as you go down. Keeping them this tight maximizes tricep focus. If you let your elbows flare out, you shift this focus away, and if you flare too much, you'll get shoulder tension. So keep them tight, go down to the bottom as low as you can, pause for a second, and then really slow the extension going up. Focus on pushing with the triceps. You should really feel it. And that's it, that's the movement. It's pretty simple. No matter what your routine looks like, I think the weighted diamond push-ups has a place. This is something you could put towards the end of a workout to pump out some high reps. Maybe you could combine it with another exercise to do a superset. Whatever you do, I think it will pay off and really help you see some tricep gains.